Well, welcome to the Faith Life Podcast. I'm Seth, and I'm here with Jordan, where we seek to answer cultural and biblical questions through the lens of Scripture. And today we have a part one of a three-part podcast that we are doing. And in part one, we're going to be discussing what should I look for in a church? What should I desire for me and my family as I seek to grow in the Lord? What qualities do I want to see in a congregation or in a local body of believers? And then part two is going to be marks that our church or marks that your church or signs that your church is headed towards spiritual drift. And we're going to give seven characteristics of a church that is deviating from Scripture and beginning to head towards spiritual drifts. And then part three is going to be, when should I leave a church? Are there biblical reasons for me to leave a church? So Jordan, what's our scenario? You can kind of walk through that today. So I'm a, my wife and I are looking for a church for my children and her and I to serve and grow. And when we're looking for these churches or exploring different churches, what do we look for? Are there certain things that we look for that take priority? All right, so Jordan, first off, I know that you're not married. I know that you do not have a wife, nor do you have children. So this is a hypothetical situation. Actually, you are looking for a wife, correct? That's right. Okay, so Jordan is 22 and single. That's his plug-in for today. So we'll move back to what we're actually supposed to be doing, which is, what should I look for in a church? Jordan's scenario is he is a father. He's wanting to lead his family to a solid church. And what are the qualities for he and his wife and his children to take part in that? And so I would like to kind of divide this up into two categories. I'm going I'm to do it this way. What are the essentials? What must I see in this church? What, must, what qualities must be a part of this church? And I'm going to say those are primary. Uh, you know how in systematic theology we have what we call primary doctrines and secondary right. doctrines and then get to the tertiary doctrines. I'm going to look at this is what it needs to be primarily focused on in this church, and then we can kind of go down from there. And so the first quality that I'm going to look for in a church, because there are no perfect churches. I think we should say that. There are no perfect churches. There are no perfect people. There are no perfect pastors. But there are such things as a spiritually fit church or a healthy church, and that's what we want to look for for our family. And the first thing I'm going to find out, if I visit a website, if I if I go and visit a church, is what does this church believe? In fact, most of the time, I'm not even going to visit a church unless I know what their doctrine is. Right. What are their beliefs? What do they stand for? Uh, what are their? Uh, how do they scripturally support what they believe? So those are the first thing I'm going to look for is what does a church believe? What is its doctrine all about? And so that's primary. But here's the a second part that's equally important. It is one thing to have on paper that you are a doctrinally solid church, but is that doctrine preached and proclaimed from the pulpit? So am I going to, does the pastor preach with a high view for scripture? Does he preach with a high view of God's word? Does he seek to declare the whole counsel as God of God's word as the apostle Paul uh, said in the book of Acts? Uh, does he seek to, to preach on the difficult issues, the issues that are not super popular in culture? Uh, does he skip over passages? And one of my favorite ways to grow, and I believe it's the best way to grow, is to get in a church and even get in the Sunday school classes where there are times for topical studies, but even topical studies, I believe, need to be handled a lot of times expositionally. 
And expositional preaching, I believe, is the best type of preaching. Uh, and that is where a pastor goes through and he, and he parks in a book of the Bible or he parks in a chapter and you begin to work through a book of the Bible. A lot of times it's verse by verse that you're going to be doing this. You're going to understand the context. You're going to understand some of the language that's going on there. You're going to understand some of the history. And it's going to make sure that we're not uh, misinterpreting Scripture, that we're handling Scripture accurately. In a few weeks, we have a podcast on some basics of how to study the Bible. How do we not uh, just misapply the Bible or take Scripture out of context? We're going to be doing uh, dealing with that. So number one, what does the church believe? And then number two, do I see those beliefs being preached out? And that brings to number three, do I see them being practiced? Do I see them being practiced? So example, do I see a congregation that loves one another and that seems to have a love for God and a desire to honor God, a desire to glorify God? Do I see within the congregation people that have a high view of God's word within that congregation? Do I see it practiced? Not just preached, not just written on a piece of paper, but I see that as practiced. Now, once again, I think we have to be very careful. We can't have unreal expectations for churches. We're all sinners saved by grace. We still battle that old sin nature, as the Apostle Paul talked about in Romans chapter 7. Those things I want to do, I don't do. There's a struggle, uh, but yet... A church that really displays what I would even call the fruits of the Spirit found in the book of Galatians, that, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and you want to see these things practiced in the congregation. doesn't mean the church is going to be perfect, once again, but it are these characteristics practiced. And then I would go through number four would be a church to serve in, a church to get plugged into, areas and opportunities for you and your church, uh, family uh, to be a part of. And because I think it's really important, God has not called us to salvation to sit. He's called us to serve. Uh, we're not to be bench warmers. We each, the, the, the Bible describes the church as the body of Christ. And each of us having a role and a function. And 1 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about spiritual gifts and the purpose of that. Uh, the spiritual gifts that come from God, used for the glory of God and for the edification of the body of Christ. And so each of us play a role in that. And so the equipping of the saints is really important. And then I think you get to some secondary things. Uh, secondary things are be like Christ-exalting worship. And we want to have Christ-exalting worship, but there's some preferences in music. You know, for our church, we do a lot of blended worship. So you're going to have some great hymns of the faith. Uh, and then you're also going to have some new music. And we have a, a litmus test that we put uh, music through, such as is it biblically truthful is it Christ-exalting? Is it distinct from the world? These are just some of the characteristics that we will look at. And then what ministries do they offer? You know, hey, I have a, a kids' ministry or a youth ministry. What do they have to be involved in? And you're going to begin to look at some of those characteristics. So I think those I have what I call primary, and I'll break them down from secondary. And So, Jordan, you're 22. Uh, you've been at faith since you were 15. Right. But I dare say when you came to faith, the, the idea of a church that has solid doctrine probably was foreign to you because you come from a, a broken home. And right. so maybe uh, share some of the characteristics what drew you to faith. I mean, what drew you to Faith Memorial here? So when I first came to faith, um, of course, my parents weren't in church. Okay. And um, my, my brother and I, we were looking for somewhere to feel connected where they had a youth group and a youth pastor where we could do things with the youth group. And so when we came here, um, 
I remember it. Uh, we had a youth group, and there was a youth pastor, and uh, at the time it was Austin, and then you were here, and y'all both reached out to Jacob and I, and just made us feel connected and feel welcome, and and so we've been here ever since, and we just felt really welcome when we first came in the doors. Yeah, so first off, you came in, and, and I think that's important. You want a church that's friendly, right? A church right. that is welcoming, a church where people are greeted, and I, I think those are characteristics that you want. And then from there, you've been able to build in your doctrine and, and those type characteristics. Right. So, Jordan, what brought you to faith is you found a place where you could connect. You found a place where you belonged. You find the people that seemingly cared. And I think that's yeah. really important. Something else that I would add that helps for us to also see a doctrinally solid church, and that is a church that is passionate about the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can't call yourself doctrinally solid if you're not passionate about the gospel of Jesus Christ and zealous about the study of God's word, excited for the study of God's word, looking forward to worship, loving proclaiming the gospels of Jesus Christ. And so a, a gospel-centered church, I would also say, is extremely important and also put that really in one of the essential categories, and I would even group it into the area of a doctrinally solid church. And I would just say this, with you and your family, one of the things you want to be when you're selecting a church is you want to be prayerful. Uh, you want the Word of God to show you the truth that needs to be embraced in that church, but you want the Spirit of God to lead. So be prayerful. Make it something that your whole family prayer uh, prays over. Because here's the deal. If you are not in a solid ministry, just like your health over time, you can suffer from a health uh, malnutrition, right? That you can become uh, physically weak when you're not getting fed the proper meats, proper vegetables, eating correctly. And and look, I'm like everybody else. I love my sugar, right? I, I love the sugars. I, I like my donuts. I like my Oreos. My favorite of all is Reese's and peanut butter, right? So those are my favorite. But if that's my only diet, there's going to be some issues. There's going to be some health issues that show up. And when we're in churches that are not biblically solid, where we're not getting fed properly, there's going to be some spiritual malnutrition that is going to come into our lives as well. And so be prayerful. Looking for a church is one of, is important. It's serious business. It's serious business for your family. It's serious for your walk with God. And I, it's not something that should be taken lightly. And so I, I think we want to stress how important it is. And I also always recommend when you come into a church and you're visiting, visit four or five services straight to just find out what their church is about. So I think all together we've grouped several of these characteristics that I think are essential and then secondary. And I think it kind of gives you a good base or a good foundation of what you want to look for in a church. Because the Word of God is clear, we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. That's found in Hebrews chapter 10. Even from the birth of the church in Acts chapter 2, you find that believers assembled together. They assembled what? For the a teaching of the word, for prayer, for fellowship together, for koinonia. And, and these things are essential part uh, of, of our growth, our spiritual growth. And we have to understand that Satan is a roaring lion. And he wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your family and, and that's why we need the body of Christ, need a local church to get plugged into, to be a part, to grow together. You know, ultimately, we're so thankful that when God begins a work, being confident that he has begun a good work in you will perform it. Hey, thanks for listening to part one 
of our three-part podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch our next podcast where we will be discussing signs that your church is spiritually drifting. Thank <laughs> you.